going on, y'all? Welcome to another edition of the Pick and Pop Podcast. My name is Brian, and I'm alongside Aldrin. And today's episode is called Playoff Suspensions. How was your week? Pretty good, man. Um, just did a little bit of shopping, working, um, the usual playoff basketball. <laughs> yeah, same here. Just running errands, working, watching some good basketball this week. Yeah. Uh, you know, we had a crazy s- series, the Warriors and the Bucks, all these yeah, suspensions man. going on. and fights and draymond bugging out what do you think of that whole like the whole dylan brooks thing where he like fouled had a hard foul on gary payne and gary payne had a left elbow injury what do you think of that whole situation Uh, i thought it was unfortunate i i think it was a little too much dylan brooks could have went after the ball instead of him you know what i mean that's the whole purpose of that yeah i guess playoff basketball you put you know putting in hard fouls, yeah. uh, trying to prevent some points. But, you know, you don't want to injure a guy. You never want that to happen, to see a guy get hurt. Exactly. And, you know, that's just unfortunate situation. I, I don't agree with the suspension, though. Uh, to be honest, he was kicked out of the game. And I, I get it was unfortunate that he injured Gary Payton, uh, Gary Payton a second. But you shouldn't suspend him on top of kicking him out of the game just because it caused an injury. Because I'm pretty sure if he wasn't injured, he wouldn't be suspended. Yeah, I I could see where you're going with that. Um, my thing is the foul, the aggressive foul. I get. I don't think he did, he didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. I, I know he didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, he's not that type of guy to just do that. I don't think he did it on purpose. But it was just too much for that time being. Him getting kicked out the game, I was okay with that. But getting suspended on top of that, I guess. Yeah, that was overkill. I mean, I think if it was Curry, it'd be worse. Oh yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I don't like the politics of the NBA because I feel yeah. like, let's say if Curry had did that same thing, he wouldn't be getting suspended. We know that. Like, yeah. You know, I just hate the politics of the NBA. I feel like they probably just did that because they're like, well, the Warriors lost a player, so we'll balance it out by having the Grizzlies miss a player. They need Gary though. Gary is, um, he's a great defensive guy, and he could hit shots. Yeah, he's a great player, especially off the bench for them. Uh, that yeah. was a great pickup by them. Yeah. Some of the young guys that they have surrounding there, you know, they're big two, I guess, or big three with Draymond, if you include him, is, yeah. you know, obviously Gary Payton the second, and then they also have a Jordan Poole, yeah. which is also a great um, pickup to, and add to the nucleus. I hope he gets better and better. I hope he doesn't get money paid, and then he's just average. Jordan Poole? Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing with role players. It's hard to pay them because yeah. once they get that money, they're all set. They're different. It's look at um, oh boy, from we'll talk about him when we get to the Miami series. But um, what's that what, homeboy's name from Miami? Tyler, not Tyler here. The other white boy. Oh, um, <laughs> what's his name? Um, wow, <laughs> I don't know why I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, but he just got paid like ninety million. Oh, uh, Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson. Yeah, Duncan yeah. Robinson got paid ninety million, and he kind of just fell off the face of the earth. He's actually not even really playing in this exactly. Series, so they got know. Victor playing for him, kind of. Yeah, you know they got them playing, and you know Tyler Hero, our sixth man of the year. Yeah. Uh, but it's just crazy when you think about like back to his Warriors and and uh, Grizzly series. We got Draymond was kicked out of Game One for a hard foul as well. Yeah. Uh, flagrant two, and then he you know flipped off the fans. It's fine. Twenty five k. He didn't even care. He was really. Um, he's a passionate dude. You know, if he gets another one, he's gone. He's suspended a game too. Oh yeah! Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot because now there's like you know, 
thanks to guys like uh, Rasheed Wallace who would just rack up <laughs> tech after tech after tech. Now he's cousins. Cap on that. <laughs> Luca too, man. Luca, he's dangerous. He's about to get suspended if he gets another one. So yeah, he he gets a lot. He's he's aggressive too. Yeah, you know these guys. Just you got to keep your your emotions in check. Yeah, they're saying wild things to the refs. <laughs> hey, you can't be doing that. So it's just an unfortunate situation. Uh, but you know the, the Grizzlies and you know they're tied one-one. Grizzlies and Warriors. They're playing game two tonight. Yeah, should uh, be two. Uh, I'm thinking. Two up. Uh, yeah, I, I think the 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 Grizzlies will win that. They're getting Stephen Adams back. He's going to be back from COVID protocols. Yeah, they should um, they should win this. But like I said, I don't trust the Grizzlies' um, IQ. Yeah, they were just slightly smarter than the the Timberwolves, to be honest with you. Yeah. They're still a very young team also. They're not really that experienced in the playoffs. Um, you know, they obviously went to the playoffs last year after, you know, beating the Warriors to get into the playing, you know, in the playing tournament. Yeah. But they're just they lack a lot they don't really have that many vets. Um, they're a very young team. IQ isn't the greatest John Moran, although he's really great, uh, you know, he still has a lot of room to improve. I believe so. You know, you got to work on that jump shot. Uh, I, I just feel like he needs to really work on That will really extend his career because him going to the rack and just taking these unnecessary hard hits and tumbles to the ground. Yeah. Uh, it's really going to shorten his career. He, he's giving me like D-Rose, prime D-Rose vibes. Yeah, he which, needs to. He hit a couple good threes in the second game. But there, there were a little wild shots. Yeah, you know, he's just he's young. You know, I think yeah. with time he'll get, you know, he'll get better. His IQ will be better. Um, you know, and he'll just be just a smarter player, and then he'll just keep getting better and better. But I like their nucleus, their young core, like Dylan Brooks, and you know, you got obviously John Morant, Desmond Bain. So they have a great. The future is bright for them. It is. I still could see them beating the Warriors. Uh, especially, I think the addition of Stephen Adams coming back is going to be huge for them. Yeah, they're gonna. He's gonna eat them up in the paint. Yeah, because uh, they're a small team. The Grizzlies are obviously small. Obviously, Draymond is still a great defender. Um, but as far as this them as a team, I I just feel like the Grizzlies are a better team. They're very deep. Uh, they can shoot. You know, they can hang with the Warriors as far as shooting threes and you know jump shots. So um, I, I just like the Grizzlies in that series, me personally. But, you know, we'll see how that goes. I think it'll be Grizzlies in seven. In seven? I could see that also. Yeah, something like that. I could see that also. It's going to be big. And then you it's going to be an interesting night. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting night for sure. Another fun and interesting series is the, the Heat and Sixers. Yeah, um, man. The Sixers were in danger of falling 3-0 until Embiid came back. You see the difference. The um, I think he's the MVP. Yeah, he had a pretty good game. He had 18. Um, yeah. You know, Harden had a great first half, but then just obviously he didn't do much in the second half. <laughs> just had two points. Finished the game with 17 points and like I think six assists. I don't know what's going on with Harden. He's washed. Right? He's he's washed. Isn't it ironic? I saw a meme where like he actually wanted um, CP3 traded for Westbrook because he thought like CP3 would be washed but CP3 is looking better than him now oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah which is crazy to CP3 is a point guard point guard like it's just insane to think that CP3 is looks playing. better yeah looks better than Harden at this point I don't know if it's just like 
with heart. I, I don't that injury excuse. I don't. I'm not taking that. I just think it's nutrition. He never took care of his body. He's lost a step. Uh, you know, he doesn't have that first step blow by speed anymore. Even his step back is just like straight bricking. That used to be automatic for him. Yeah. And he plays to, like when he goes to the rim and he's attacking the rim, he's not looking to really score. He's just looking to get fouled, which is like fucking him up. Because it's like you can't, you have to go to the intention, to the rack with the intentions of scoring, not of the intentions of getting fouled. He's so used to getting his way and going to the rack. So I think mentally he's like, oh, maybe I can get it. Maybe I can get it. Every time he goes up, he pisses me off with that because it's like, dude, you're not getting these calls. Uh, yeah, I feel like he, basketball. he misses a lot of buckets just trying to get a foul instead of just trying to score. Yeah, no, no I agree with you. You know, and, and that's the real issue because, like, they, you know, they won game three, but, you know, honestly, when you have Maxi as your second guy, I, I love Maxi. I think he's a great player. He has a bright future, but – it's only so far you'll be able to go if he's your second option. Yeah, he's not. Uh, he should have been the third. Yeah, and you look at Harden, who's he's looking for a max contract. I mean, he's looking to get like at least 200 M's, and I'm like, he's not worth that right now, the way he's playing. And there's nights that Tobias Harris is playing better than James Harden, and that's just unacceptable. Exactly. I don't think, uh, I don't see Philly. Do you see Philly giving him that 200 mil? I feel like you almost have to at this point what they gave up to get him he's just Damn. but he's not worth it because we have to see if that was a mistake this trade with him and the ben simmons they're saying that uh there was a report that came out that he's going to pick up his his option on the last year of his contract which is obviously smart because he's playing like trash <laughs> and like and he's going to work on an extension with the you know the sixers i would not give him a full max the way he's playing because uh, the James no. Harden of old is is no longer there. He could still play basketball. He's just a piece. Yeah, he's just a piece at the end of the day, and just a role guy. I mean, he looks like a pass first point guard at this point in time. Yeah, um, you know, there's rumors that if Doc Rivers gets canned, you know, they might want to bring in Mike D'Antoni. It's kind of funny that whole D'Antoni offense. It really juices up players' stats because if you think about Steve Nash, he was an average point guard in Dallas, like before yeah. he played with D'Antoni. James Harden was obviously good before D'Antoni, but he was like a 20 to 25 a game type of guy. And then he went from that to like getting 36 a game. Yeah. You know, and then now you see him without D'Antoni, he looks kind of washed. So that system really juices guys' stats. Um, but the thing about D'Antoni bringing him in is he doesn't really like centers. So I don't know if MB would like playing with, with Mike D'Antoni. But I think it would make, obviously, Harden look great. Because MB could stretch the floor, I think it'll be kind of like that whole um, um, Nash and Stoudemire situation. Yeah, because you can be. kind of get that. I I know Dan, I know Dan Tony would like MB because of what he could do skill wise. Yeah, that pick and roll with yeah. Embiid and and yeah, just keep spamming that. Embiid yeah, and Harden. He, he may like that, but if it's like a guy like like. A regular center, like like a Dwight or something. Yeah, it just wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he didn't. I didn't really work out when he was coaching the Lakers with uh, was it Nash and Kobe and Dwight. Yeah, yeah, it just did not work out. That that was a horrible big four. Yeah, um, but you know, and then Doc's like I said, he's on the hot seat. This is big. I mean, because like usual, said, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> usual. Because I'm not a big believer in Miami. They got to prove it to me. Uh, you know, just even them, like they got twenty piece by by six with Embiid coming back. 
they fell. Like, yeah. it was weird. They're like, oh, it's because Lowry's not here. I'm not buying that. Yeah. What's Lowry going to do? He's barely been there the whole year. <laughs> like, and let's be real. And, like, Bam Adebayo is just too small for Embiid. Yeah. Um, you know, Bam Adebayo, he's undersized. He's, like, 6'8", six, 6'7". Six, like, he's just a really – he's a built dude. Um, He's, he's like – I like I always say, he's he's Dwight with a jump shot. Yeah. That's that's really it. He's really on the size. So I could definitely see, you know, he's barbecue chicken with Embiid. He could be at the wrong position, too. But they've just been using him in Miami as their five. Miami's a small team, too. I mean, who? what other bigs do they really have? They don't have. Yeah, they have nothing, man. They, they literally. They have Deadman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Deadman played a lot. But it just wasn't enough. Yeah, and Bam hasn't really showed up much in the playoffs. I think he's been playing better this series. Um, but wasn't Bam better than Aiton a little bit? At one point, yeah, I would have said so. Now Aiton is like good, better than him. So I don't know what happened to Bam. He's not top guy no more. No, nah, not anymore. It's funny they almost gave him up for Harden. Yeah, if you think about it. They did. I remember that. But I don't know if Harden would have worked out in South Beach. No, he would have been at KOD every <laughs> night. He probably was bad. at KOD in those two games why they lost. Yeah, it would have been bad. It would have been real bad. He can't take Miami no way. He's just not that type of guy. Speaking of clubs and all that, like, did you see there was a picture, there was a video flowing around of John Moran, the club, last night uh, in, in San Francisco? Oh, a lot yeah. of people didn't like that. I, I kind of agree. I don't really like guys clubbing during the playoffs. Like, you know, where's your focus at? You know, it's the playoff season. Like, you got to be really focused on the game. And I get it. Like, you know, they have their personal lives. They just want to let loose and stuff like that. But uh, the playoffs, just being caught in the club during the playoffs is just not a good look. He's no, a young guy, not. though. You know, he's a young guy. He just needs to kind of just mature a little bit. Yeah, that could be. Um, well, we'll know tonight. If yeah, he plays we'll like know. trash, we'll be like, oh, she probably yeah. shouldn't be in the club. Yeah, because not everyone can handle that. There are some guys who, you know, like a Dennis Rodman, yeah, who could go out clubbing and be out with Carmen Electra and all these things, and then he'll still ball out. Yeah, but not everyone's built like that, so you got to know yourself. So I hope I'm hoping that he still shows up tonight and doesn't, you know, play like trash <laughs> after being, you know, being in the club doing his thing. Because you know if he plays like trash, that's exactly what they're going to say. That's exactly what the media is going to say. It's, oh, maybe he shouldn't have been out. Yeah, that, that's definitely what they're going to say. Gonna... Was he with other teammates? No, nah, it was just him on the video. Oh, wow. I didn't see it. I would like to see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it going around Twitter. Yeah, check that out. But, you know, that, that should be a good series. I'm expecting now that Embiid's back. Uh, I think Philly can win this. They're capable, um, yeah. Yeah, they're capable. I still wouldn't put it past Miami to win. They're, they do have a lead right now. Yeah. Um, but I just think Joel and B will slowly, you know, get back to himself when he gets used to playing with that mask. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the thumb injury, he's playing with that as well. But, I, you know, he's just such a beast. You know, and I don't know if Harden will ever wake up. <laughs> but if, if he does. And, they need two good games by him. He owes them. I mean, he owes them a lot, man. I mean, they're very fortunate that Danny Green, of all people, stepped up yeah. in, you know, game three. You're not going to get that from Danny Green every game. You're not. That's why it's kind of like you You have to ask those questions. It's like, Harden, like, what are you doing tonight? Like, what's the game plan for you? 
Yeah, I think they just have to have a leader on that team that's going to keep him in check, make sure he's staying away from KOD. And, like, KOD will always be there. Miami, you can always go yeah. in the offseason. Like, you could always do what you want when you're done. Yeah, when you're done. Just stay focused. Maxi got you sent me that video of him and Maxi on the oh, bench. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he tried to sit next to Maxi and Maxi wasn't having it. Yeah, Maxi was tight. You know, I think guys are are frustrated with him. Just honestly, like him, he's not what they expected he would be. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's probably just trying to like be a leader and get on guys. But it's like if you're not showing up yourself, yeah. you, you know, it falls on deaf ears. What's crazy is that. Philly hasn't re- re- Philly hasn't played super bad without Embiid. It's just they can't maintain a lead nah. when you think about it. And then in the second halves, Harden never shows up. So it's kind of like one person has to beat. Yeah, they don't have a go-to guy. Yeah. It's yeah. just Maxi getting like 30, and then it's like, all right, that's it. Yeah, and it's like, like I said, Maxi's a role player. He's young, and he's a role player. So is Danny Green and the rest of those guys. So they're not going to you know, step up every single game. You know what I mean? So, Maltese Thibault's um, overrated. Oh, he's trash, bro. He's just like Anthony Robeson or like a Frank Nilakina. Yeah, he's overrated because I always thought that he'd be like their missing piece, but now that I look at it and I look at his stats, it's just like he's just a guy. Yeah, he's a good defender, but like you can't, like this isn't the early, like if he was in the early 2000s, like you could be like a Tony Allen type. Yeah. But in today's day and age, it's, you need to be able, like at least if he was had a three point shot. He doesn't even do guy, that. Tony yeah. at least did that. Like Tony was like, I mean, Tony was like giving me like seven a game, but like, like you need to be like a Clay Thompson or like a Chris Middleton. Like, yeah. At least you can stretch the floor on offense. You like, know you, what you're going to get from that. Yeah. Or he doesn't even have to be that elite of a shooter, but like, you know, just be a reliable, dependable three point shooter at least. Exactly. Then you can get on the court. But if like you give absolutely nothing offensively, like a Frank Nilakina, like Frank, the last game played like 12 minutes, zero points, zero assists, zero rebounds, minus eight. Like, what is that? It's, just, it's a bad look. Yeah, it's just like I don't care how if you're how good your defense is, you need to give something offensively. Like there's yeah. two ends of the court. So, you know, Diable, he's just washed. I mean, he's not washed, but he's just trash right now. I mean, he, and he needs to get in the summer and just like link work up with Clay game. Thompson or something or Curry and just work on your jump shot. <laughs> Seriously. You know, like cuz if he does that, he'll have a long career. They have some good guys on their bench too that could hit Shots that European dude, I keep forgetting his name. He begins with a K. Shake Milton's decent. Yeah, this is for all all rope. It's sad because like without MB, they're really nothing because they have no one else that like. Yeah, Maxi might step up, but Maxi plays better when MB is there, obviously because yeah, he does. You know, obviously the attention's on MB, so he benefits from that. But you know, with James Harden just being washed and giving you nothing. He's just basically a pass first point guard now. You know, what does that do? What does that do for their team? Nothing. You know what I mean? So I think Philly, now that Embiid's back, they have a good chance of maybe coming back. Maybe this will go six, seven games. Uh, I'll go with Philly uh, maybe in seven. Yeah. Um, but you know, because I'm not that big of a believer in Miami. If it was like the Bucks, I'd be like, nah. <laughs> but Bucks got this. <laughs> but it's, it's just Philly. Yeah, it's it's you know Philly. I mean Milwaukee. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Miami. Yeah, so I'm not a big believer in them. So I'll stay Sixers and six. Um, yeah, 
No, another good season. news for them. Yeah, good news for them. Uh, speaking of the Bucks, uh, they just won Game Three today. They beat mid- uh, they beat the Celtics. Yeah, so uh, now they're up two. Thanks on the Celtics. To, yeah, thanks to a big game from uh, Giannis, and uh, actually um, Drew Holiday balled out today as well. He had like twenty five. Yeah, doing his thing. Uh, what did you think of that series so far? Man, it's um, it's one of my favorite series right now. Um, the Celtics and the the Bucks. Um, Giannis, Giannis, for, to me, gets better every year, and yep. and that's one thing that I appreciate about him. And you know, he had that rough uh, second game, and he he literally bounced back the third. He like figured it out. Yeah, it was tough on him in the second game. They built that wall, try to keep him out of the paint. Yeah. He was inefficient. And then, well, the reason why he was inefficient, too, is because, like, those other guys weren't doing anything. Yeah. Uh, so he was kicking out the guys and stuff, but they just weren't doing anything. So he kind of was forcing the issue. Like I said, the Celtics off air, like, like I was saying, the Celtics in that second game, all their threes were, like, going in. Everyone was shooting and everyone was making threes. Just shots in general, and that kind of buried the um, Bucks. Every time the Bucks would get in within ten, they would just start losing the lead. Yeah, the the Celtics were hitting big shots. It was literally like they were pole opposite of how they played in the first game. Because in the first game they couldn't hit any threes; they were missing shots at the shot. Yeah, but um, you know, in game two, their their shots were going in, and the Bucks just like I said, they built that wall, and the other guys didn't step up. But in game three. Um, you know, Giannis was able to do his thing. He had 42. Uh, obviously, he had some help today from Drew Holiday, who had 25. Um, so that made a huge difference in, in, in that game. And, you know, you had guys like uh, Brooke Lopez chipped in 13. Yeah. Uh, you had uh, Connington who chipped in 11. So that, that definitely made things much easier. Yeah. Uh, for the for the Bucks, And then, obviously, like I said, Giannis having 42. That, My guy, know, Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis had, you know. Uh, nine off the bench, and and Giannis he almost had a triple double tonight. He had forty two, yeah. twelve, and eight assists. You know, two blocks, two steals. Jesus, he dominated that game. A light forty two. <laughs> yeah, that's easy for him. Yeah, that's easy for him. Pretty pretty efficient night too. Fifty three percent from the field. Yeah. Uh, one of six from the three point line. Didn't shoot the three very well, but free throws nine of twelve. Damn, he, you know he put the team on his back today, and so he missed three free throws today. Yeah, not bad, not bad. And it was a close ass game too, uh, down the stretch. You know it was crazy because the Celtics actually had a, time, a chance to really send it to overtime. Um, they had you know Marcus Smart went to the line, he made the first free throw, purposely missed the second. Uh, they tried to tip it in. They had basically tried to tip it in four times, and on the fourth time they got it in, but it was after the buzzer. Um, by Al Horford. So. Great game. Really great game. Great game. And this is a tough series. It's definitely going to go seven games, I feel like. Yeah, this is my favorite series right now. Um, I know I said the Bucks. I mean, the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves was my first favorite game, but now this is my favorite um, game of the series. Yeah, this is easily the best. It's two closely matched teams. Yeah. Um, you know, Jalen Brown also for the Celtics played. You know, he played pretty well, and also he old did. man Horford. <laughs> it was just Tatum who was off today. He only had 10 points, 4 of 19 from the field, 21% from the field. Yeah. Oh, 6 from the three-point line. Uh, you know, that's just – and they actually had a chance to win the game, uh, tie the game, go to OT. So if he had stepped up or had a better game. Yeah, he had a bad game. 
Yeah, he had a bad game. Do you? There's a lot of talk about him being a superstar, knocking on the door, being a superstar. What do you think of him? I think he's coming. Um, I think he's coming. I mean, the only way, the only way it would be weird. The only way he wouldn't is, I guess, is if he took a step back. If he takes a step back next year, then we need to stop saying that he's a superstar because that's not consistent now. Now yeah. it's kind of. It's he's going backwards. Yeah, I, I think he he has a chance to become a superstar. He's knocking on the door, just not quite there yet. But he's knocking on the door. Um, you know, obviously he's a great player. He has an all around game. He's really a two way player now. Yeah, uh, he is a two way player. Uh, doesn't really have any weaknesses that I see offensively as well. Um, yeah, you know, he just for me, I think I need to see him have a long playoff stretch and like playing really well in the playoffs and balling out. Cause I think that's what separates you from a star and from a superstar and a star. I want to see more. Yeah. Like I need to see, like I said, a deep run in the playoffs, like at least Eastern conference or championship or, you know, going to the finals. And I could say, all right, now he's, he's fully arrived. He's a superstar. Mm, exactly. You know, I, I think that that's really what you need. Uh, so that's kind of what he's missing. Is just he needs to kind of update his playoff resume uh, and just have some really big moments in the playoffs. But you know, if they could beat the Bucks and and move forward in, in the finals, that's a step in the right direction. Absolutely. If they beat the Bucks, they're gonna go to the finals. That's how. That's that's what I'm predicting. Yeah, because I don't see Miami or Philly beating the Celtics or the yeah. Bucks, to be honest with you. So I feel like it's unfortunate. I feel like this is the real Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> yeah. You know, to be honest with Most you. Most definitely. Uh, you know, Miami and just Philly, just they, they're not it. <laughs> they're just not it. <laughs> they're kind of yeah. mid, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, those guys are mid. But, um, yeah, like I said, uh, the Celtics, they, they played – you know, they played pretty well. They were resilient. They fought back. We were talking about off here. I think uh, Coach Yudoka is probably, we think Yudoka is probably the best coach in the league right now. Yeah, I mean, I dude, after, you see how he just galvanized those guys, like, to just be, they're number one in defense. Like. Yeah, because Celtics, they started off really slow, too, and he, you know, he called them out, uh, and, you know, it didn't fall on deaf ears. They took that. You know, took that to notice. Obviously, Marcus Smart called out Jalen Brown and Tatum for their selfishness on offense. And yeah, you look at how they're playing now. They're defending. They're the ball's moving on offense. It's not just Tatum and Brown. Your turn, my turn. It's you know they play like a team. They have a deep roster. Uh, like we spoke about, they got rid of guys who couldn't play defense, like Fournier and Kemba Walker, and just got just became so much better. Yeah, they had. I mean, that was the best decision because Walker was holding them back. Yeah, he's not the same. I mean, we obviously saw how he played yeah. this year with the Knicks. He's not the same. Yeah. Um, Fournier is just a – he's best suited to be a six-man, not a, a starter Yeah. at this point because he doesn't really give you much on defense. Offensively, you know, he can shoot the three, but, you know, a lot of players shoot the three. <laughs> it's not <laughs> enough to justify not playing defense. Exactly. You know, I mean, so those are great moves. Uh, addition by subtraction in that case. Yeah. You know, and the guys like Daniel Thais is pretty good. Obviously, Robert Williams was uh, a great re-sign. He was a role player that got the money and, you know, still playing well. And, and they got him cheap. I mean, he's probably making like $12 million a year, I think. Yeah. On a cheap contract. So, you know, you can't complain. 
they got three they got three serviceable guy serviceable guys at the big um center's position. Yeah, exactly. So um I, I really really like the Celtics team. This whoever wins this series is going to the finals. That's just how it's gonna be. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the writing on the wall. Yeah, that's definitely the writing on the wall. Um, but I would say another series that I really like so far is um, the Mavericks and the, uh, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, those are two good teams. Luka is, you know, congrats to him on passing Michael Jordan for the highest career uh, playoff scoring average at by a fraction, three, 33.5 a game. Jordan averaged for his career at 33.4. About the same, yeah. Um, but you passed Jordan in that regard. Um, you know, Lucas—that's a superstar right there. <laughs> yeah, he's a superstar. He's a top five player in the league. Like no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah. My favorite player in the league. Um, you know, last night the you know Phoenix was up two zero, and he you know Luca put the team on his back and led them. Um, so their first victory of the series, uh, you know, behind, he had 26 points, 19, uh, nine assists, 13 rebounds. Jalen Brunson also played well too. I can't forget that. He yeah, had 28 he did. points, five assists, four rebounds. Good defense. Good defense, man. J- Jalen Brunson's going to get the bag this year. Like he's getting the bag after his playoff performance. I don't think he's going to stay there though. I he, just don't see it happening. Yeah. There's a lot of talk about him going to the Knicks and then, you know, the Knicks wanting him. Uh, that'd be interesting to see how that goes, because Dallas is. I think they should keep Jalen Brunson, but they just have a lot of needs on their roster right now. Like they need a center in the worst way. That kid Powell sucks. Like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> he sucks. Uh, you know, I like Kleber, um, but he's just he's really a stretch big. He's just a he's a backup. Yeah, he's a backup stretch big. Um, you know, they pay, I think, I believe they paid Finney Smith already. Um, Reggie Bullock was a great pickup for them. Yeah. Some defense. Shout out to Jason Kidd too. He has them playing defense and he's done a really good coaching job. Yeah. Jason Kidd, Jason Kidd doesn't get the credit that he deserves, but he's been doing, that's, he's the future of that, uh, coaching. Yeah, and that that Dinwiddie trade was pretty good. He's been playing pretty good off the bench for them. Uh, but yeah. Davies Bertans his ass, but like outside of that, they he need a, shots. They need to bolster their bench too. I'm looking at their bench. Frankly, Lakina is not an NBA player. Uh, you got Trey, <laughs> Trey Burke is just what? he fell off again. He, he fell off. Uh, you got Brown, uh, Sterling Brown, averaging three points a game. Like, no, they need to shore up that bench. Uh, <laughs> Frank is not an NBA player. Not at not at the least bit. I mean, he literally was breaking a sweat for the twelve minutes that he was out there last night. Like, yeah, okay, you could you play good defense, but there's two sides of the ball, two sides of the court. Like, you gotta yeah. provide something. Like, you're just breaking a sweat on offense, basically. Seriously, you know, and with two fouls, all right. You know, what I mean, so after Dinwiddie, when you in Kleber, like after that, it's just nothing. Uh, so they need to sure up that bench. They need to sure up a center. I, I think Brunson. Uh, you know, you want to keep him because he's great, but it's just with that money, they could use it for other areas. Right? So Hardaway will be back next year. Oh, that that's true. Hardaway will be back. That's their backcourt right there. They do. I I feel like they need a nice. Who the who's that third? Uh, Kleber, not Kleber. Uh, uh, who's that? Th- three. Oh, uh, Finney Smith. Yeah, Finney. Finney Smith. He's he's pretty he's, he's pretty good. So you have to revamp Bullock. the center. He's actually Finney Smith's playing there four now. Yeah. They got Bullock, 
Yeah, the they have injuries. Yeah, and Bertans is just not it. Nah, Bertans is he's done. He got speaking of players who got the bag and forgot how to play. <laughs> like, yeah, this tough. He's played seven minutes yesterday and just had zero points. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, he was on his Frank Nilakina. He just wants to be a specialist. The thing is, there's specialists don't work anymore in the league. You have to be able to defend and score. Yeah, like at least rim protect or something. Like, yeah, he's done. He'll probably be out the league when his contract is over. To be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those or, are guys. Or he might be on a minimum. That's or, or a G League. That's pretty much it. He's done. <laughs> so Dallas, yeah, I mean, they'll, yeah, they'll get. Uh, Hardaway back next year, but I still say they, they just need to work on getting. Well, they really need a number two option. Let's be real. Until they get a number two option, they're not going to be a championship contender. I love Luca, but you can't do it by yourself. No, nobody can. Nah, you, nobody you need a can. team. Michael didn't do it by himself. Yeah, no, nah, you, you need a team around you. So they just need a deeper roster or at least a number two option. But there's no one really out there right now. I mean, you know, I, I don't. Maybe Donovan Mitchell, but uh, nah. I wouldn't. Put, I don't know if that makes you a championship I don't contender. Think they, I don't think that's a good fit. I think Gobert. I think they should go after guys like a Jeremy Grant. Um, yeah, Gobert would be nice for them. Uh, although he's not a number two, he's really a three. Yeah. Um, there's no really superstars that maybe Bill, because Bill could leave this summer. Bill, I wonder what type of package they would have to put. I mean, maybe Hardaway. Um, Cork, Ma- not Cork, Ma- um, maybe uh, Finney Smith, not Finney Smith. Um, what's his name? Maybe Brunson in a sign and trade or, or something, because that's like their biggest chip right now that they have yeah. is Brunson. But they they just got to do something because Phoenix is just a better team than them. Like, let's be real. I could see Phoenix winning. Would you do Brunson for Julius Randle? Yeah, I would. In a heartbeat. So that's their second guy. Julius Randle? Yeah. His numbers prove that he's a second guy. Yeah, he give be 20 and 10. I think he'll look better with Luka also. Of course. Yeah, it'll be 20 and 10. Of course. You still have, you still keep Hardaway. You, maybe we would have to, maybe we would have to get like Bertans or something. I don't know. To make the money work. Uh, yeah, I mean, or, if we're getting Brunson. Or I'm Powell. Fine. Yeah, I mean, if we're getting Brunson, I'm fine with that because we yeah. need a point guard in the worst way. Yeah, the other guys just go sit on the bench. <laughs> what we call you, we call you. Yeah, exactly. And Julius is from Dallas, so I think he would like being there. Yeah, yeah. So I could see that um, that working out. I mean, if he goes to the Knicks, yeah. that, I think that's what they would ask for. Because they're not going to ask for the young guys. Nah, because they're, champ- they're trying to win a championship. Yeah. And those young guys aren't going to really help them do that now. Uh, so I could definitely see Julius. You have a reliable up. power forward. Yeah, and he'll he'll have a lot of pressure off of him because he's not oh, the yeah. number one option. It's just Luca. It's Luca's team at the end of the day. Exactly. But the question is though, can Luca play with another star? Because when he had Porzingis, Porzingis just had to kind of camp out and be a stretch big, because Luca is very ball dominant. So that's the thing. Can he play off? Can Luca play off ball? I think I'm going to say he could play with uh, Randall because Randall could do other things that. I feel like Kristoff did that to himself. Kristoff's? He kind of, with the injury, he kind of just was, when you think he's about it, he's out, always yeah. rehabbing. He's never working on his game. That is true. Yeah, he, he's just trying to always work back to where he was instead of, like, adding to his game, unfortunately. And him. what would, and I wouldn't want the ball in Julius Randle's hands either. 
Yeah, to he's be the point guard. Let him just run it. He's not gonna just hold the ball. He's gonna it's, give it to you guys. Yeah, Luca can give it to him in his spots. Yeah, like I, right, you like to operate in the paint, get your big ass in the paint, but you're not dribbling the ball up the court. Yeah, yeah. You're not trying to dance on nobody. Like no, <laughs> like, exactly. That's and that's spot. fine. Yeah, and you you never know. He could his numbers could be great. Yeah, if if, if he's just doing that. He's fine. He's doing he's doing bad on Knicks because like he's literally bringing the ball up the court, spinning into double teams, doing just dumb shit. But, exactly. Like, but with Luca, I, I think he'll he'll understand it's not his team and he can't do that. If Hardaway and him could average like between twenty and twenty, like both, because Hardaway can get you twenty. Oh yeah, easy. Easy. And then let's say he gets you like like twenty three, yeah. If yeah, if you got like Luca getting twenty something, and you got Hardaway eighteen to seventeen at twenty, uh, Harden seventeen to twenty, you got two guys giving you that. I think that's pretty good enough. Yeah, whatever. You mean Dinwiddie. Randall? You said Harden. I mean, um, yeah, uh, Randall and Hardaway giving you seventeen to twenty, and then you got the other guys just chipping in what they can. Not really. bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Now it's in the off stuff. season, you work on your bench. Yeah, exactly. And you just add to the bench. Get rid of Frank. Get rid of Barton. Yeah. Davies and Brown and Burks and all these guys. Just get yeah. rid of those guys. They're trash. And, you know, just build around and just take it from there. Exactly. You know, so they, they can do some things. Um, I wonder if Luca will be there for the rest of his career. Just, I don't know. <laughs> they can't give him another star. He's out. <laughs> Luca is going to go to a big market. Yeah, I mean, I could see him wanting to play with. I don't think he'd go to Denver, but I I could see him wanting to play with Jokic. All right, why Maybe not? Maybe in a big market. You put them what if Jokic the goes there? To Dallas? It's over. Jokic and Luca. Two together. superstars? Yeah, God. together. And you got two great passers that off. Yo, they'll make. You just put. You can put anybody around those two. Exactly. Anybody. Because they'll just make them better. Nobody's numbers would suffer. No, not nobody. I mean, they would look, make Hardaway look great. They'll make all these guys look amazing. Yeah, that'll be great. We'll see. Yeah, I would. I would like to see that. We never really had like an international one-two superstar punch before. So no, nice. never. Uh, yeah, because Nash, when he was with Dirk, he wasn't a superstar yet. He was just a, a like a better version of Ricky Rubio, like Ricky Rubio with a jump shot. Yeah, basically. So. Yeah, that would that would be dope to see, but you know that that Suns are up two one in that series. Uh, I could definitely see the Suns winning, maybe in six. I'd say six games. I got them in six. Yeah, I don't think the 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 Mavs will win one more game. That's about it. They're just not. You know, it's just Luca. That's basically it. Yeah, that team's dominating. Uh, Chris Paul is the point guard. Point guard. Um, Aiton's playing great. He's going to earn his money. Yeah, Aiton's at this point. Booker's playing well. Their benches are nuts. They got a pretty good bench with Cam, you know, um, Cam Johnson. They got uh, Payne, Bismack. Uh, Bismack. McGee's actually not too bad coming off the bench. He ain't. He ain't. Cameron Payne is good. He has that fire in him. Yeah, Shamit. Shamit can shoot. You know what I mean? They did good o- over the summer, I think. Nobody t- nobody gives them a lot of credit because it's it's Phoenix, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Mikael Bridges is playing well. Crowder yeah. actually had nineteen uh, yesterday in a loss. You know, which is crazy. Thing. He's an off and on guy. You yeah, never but, know what you're gonna get from him. Yeah, nah. Didn't he have a game? In a, was it in the playoffs? We had a game with like one point, basically. Yeah. 
Yeah, so you don't know. Like I said, role player, you don't know what you're going to get from him. You know, it's, you just never know. You know, unfortunately, it is what it is. But I, like I said, I see this, the Suns winning it in six games. Uh, it's just that's just what it's going to be. <laughs> and then you got uh, was there any other series that we didn't talk about? Um, we yeah. talked about the Miami. We yeah. talked about the Celtics. Uh, that's it. Yeah, and got no. And I guess in coaching news, you got the Lakers. <laughs> they interviewed Mark Jackson, Terry Stokes. Yeah. Um, who do you think would be a good fit for that Lakers job? It's tough. It's tough because they're um the Lakers uh job is a lot of drama. We gotta know supposedly Phil Jackson is doing something too, right? Oh yeah, Phil Jackson is helping him with the coaching search. I'm like, you realize when he was on the Knicks he hired Derek Fisher and Kurt Rambis, right? Yeah. <laughs> like two horrible coaches. Exactly. I think Fish is coaching girls basketball now. Yeah, isn't it WNBA? Uh, yeah. That's a good spot for him. Yeah, you know, get, learn how to coach first. And, you know, try to come back to you, walk practice. before you can run. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why he got the job, but no. um, I would love to see Mark Jackson again. Um, yeah. If I was Mark Jackson, I'd go to the Sacramento situation, yeah, even yeah. though it's a messy situation, also. But I'd go there because it's kind of there's no expectations. I honestly think that's a better fit for him too. Yeah, like the Sacramento. Because if you look at the Warriors when he went there, they were ass. Like yeah, like Curry was having uh, ankle issues. Um, Draymond was actually coming off the bench because they had David Lee. People yeah, back then, and he really turned them from a twenty win team to a fifty win team. Exactly. And then they brought in Curry, and then that kind of like took him to the next level. So I, exactly. I think he's more of a coach that can. Build, build a team, yeah, yeah. Build from the ground up. I think he'd be great for Fox, um, Davion Mitchell, uh, Sabonis, Sabonis, those type of guys. I think he'd be great for their development. Because Fox and Sabonis, they should be all stars every year. Yeah, easily. Honestly, they should. Both of those guys should be all stars every year. Sabonis at least had two under his belt in the East, but in the West it'll be tougher. But that's what he should be. That's his ceiling. Yeah, and Mark Jackson is a great coach. I just hate how the politics and stuff kind of ruin his reputation. And, yeah. Um, you know, the team kind of putting out rumors about him, just kind of uh, pushing his beliefs, his Christian beliefs on everyone and him getting into it with a lot of officials on the Warriors. And it was just a yeah. whole lot of nonsense to cover up the fact that, you know, what he said about the LGBTQ community. Uh, that was yeah. the true reason why they got rid of him, but they had to cover it up with a lot of other stuff in politics. But. Yeah, they covered that story up very well. Yeah. It's like, it's literally like a dark story. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all- under the radar. Yeah, exactly. That's why I want him to like redeem himself. I think yeah. Sacramento, I mean, if he can turn that crazy franchise around, That'd be yeah. good for him. I think yeah. that's the better choice for him. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, they also have Terry Stouts, who he's a great coach, but he didn't make adjustments ever in the playoffs. Nope. And that's what I'm worried about if he coaches the Lakers, because the Lakers' job is it's like winner, it's yeah. like winner bus. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure coaching LeBron. Uh, you got to coach AD, and then the whole Lakers situation where they want input on the coach's decisions and Kurt Rambis is going to be over your, your back. I'm yeah, like, Kurt I Rambis don't... sucks as a coach. He does. Like, what did he do in Minnesota? What did he do with the Lakers? What did he Nothing. do with the Knicks? Like, he's a horrible coach. If he did go to the playoffs, he was like eighth seed. Yeah, like, he's a shitty coach. Like, I don't get why they would have – they had him, like, basically over – um, uh, what's his name? Shoulder – 
Frank Vogel's shoulder. Yeah. And I'm like, Frank Vogel's a better coach than Kurt Rambis at the end of the day. Like, you can't run the Lakers like it's a mom and pop shop. Like, it's a basketball organization. It's not I like I think a, Frank will get another job. Yeah, he'll definitely get a, another job. He's a great defensive coach. Um, so this, I, I think Phil Handy should do it because I noticed there's like a, a pattern in the um, NBA. They assistants get coaching jobs. They, yeah, Look at they Willie do. Green. Look yeah. at um, this dude on the Celtics. Uh, Udoka, yeah. Udoka. And, uh, there's been talks about uh, Darvin Ham also. Yeah. Uh, good assistant coach as well for the Bucks, getting a coaching gig. So there's a lot of yeah. I think the way to the wave to go is like these younger coaches. You know, they're yeah. really the wave. Like, like look what Udoka's doing. Uh, look what Willie Green is doing. Yeah. You know, I think like these guys, they understand the game more as to like opposed to the Frank Vogels who coached in the you know the 2000s and stuff and they have like their older methodologies about the game whereas these younger coaches they really know what today's game is all about exactly you know so that that's key so uh, but then you know it's tough though the lakers they also have a vet team so they might need a vet coach to command the respect of those vets Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's a tough situation. We'll it's going to be an interesting summer. Interesting summer. D'Antoni for Charlotte. Yeah. Got to mention that. Yeah. I think it's, he would make um, LaMelo look like a point god. Like, <laughs> I'll probably get like 25, 12, and 10 or 12 and 8. They need a guy like Miles Turner on that team. About, yeah. They need Plumlee a is horrible. They need a center in the worst way. Maybe Gobert could go there. Gobert. I don't know if Dan, if they give it to D'Antoni the job. I don't know if D'Antoni would like uh, Gobert. Gobert. Yeah, because yeah, Gobert is not skilled in the least bit. Uh, he would probably prefer like a Miles Turner type. Yeah. And they're saying Miles Bridges might. He's looking to get the bag, and I'm like, eh, I don't know if he deserves that. <sighs> he needs another year. I got to see another year. If I'm if I'm evaluating these guys, I got to see at least two years of consistency. Yeah, like the whole like Miles and like uh, for, um, RJ and like I, I need to see a full year of you balling out like mm-hmm. in, in multiple years. Like you don't just play a few months of good ball. Like I mean, Miles Bridges been playing the whole playing well the whole year, but like a, an RJ who been playing good since like the end of January to the end of the season. Like I, yeah. you know, I don't trust you yet. And Miles Bridges is only one year, and uh, and you know it's a contract year. Yeah, so, so you have to be careful. So he's on his best behavior. Yeah, you have to be careful with that. Like, is he <laughs> gonna get the bag and then just try? You know, he's rapping now and everything. So, oh my god, uh, you know. So who knows? Oh my god. Uh, so I just uh, it's a tough situation, but I I, I like uh, you know I, I like the Hornets. I I, I like Lamelo. I think that he's a future superstar in the making. Obviously, D'Antoni would be great for him statistically. But if you're bringing in a D'Antoni, you need to get some defensive assistant coaches. Uh, You have to force that on him because D'Antoni does not care about defense. And D'Antoni has proven to not be – he's not a championship coach. He can get you 50 to 60 wins a year. Uh, He'll boost up his stats. But as far as – boost up your best player's stats, but as far as winning and making – adjustments in the playoffs he's just not that guy he's not an x and o type of guy so you need to have a really good um just assistant coaching staff with him and in order for you to bring him in to be honest with you 
Uh, yeah. I don't trust. I don't trust him. As he's not that guy. Yeah, you know, he's just not that guy. To be honest with you, we'll see how things go. Yeah, we'll we'll see how things go. It'll be interesting to see. Um, obviously, we got more playoff basketball ahead of us. Uh, you got the Warriors and you got the Grizzlies tonight. And obviously, you got the continuation of the other series. You know, Celtics, Bucks. Um, you know, you got Suns, Warriors. You, you know, you got Heat, Sixers. Uh, like I said, predictions for the the Grizzlies and uh, Sun uh, Warriors tonight. Who do you got winning those games? Winning um, that game. I'm gonna say the Grizzlies win, but another tight game. Yeah, I agree. I say Grizzlies go up two one. Uh, Stephen Adams is back. Yeah, I think that's gonna be big for them. That's the only reason I'm picking them. I think he'll do good controlling the glass, and he's just a great outlet passer too. Yeah. Um, I think he'll do. He'll be good at setting screens and all that. So I think he'll help out big. Good guy um, in the locker room too. Yeah, Dylan Brooks. We'll see how that loss affects them. Yeah. Um, going into that, their you know, backup that for Dylan Brooks was really good. I forgot his name. I'm drawing a blank right now. Uh, I, I can't remember his name off the top of the head, but you know, obviously they still got guys like Desmond Bain, and they're a deep team. Also, yeah. uh, obviously they still have Jaron Jackson. He's still he Jaron's been having a good series too. Yeah, Jaron's been having a great series, so he's. I, mean, I expect him to step up. Obviously, Ja's going to do his thing. Well, we'll see how he plays after you know the stint in the club. <laughs> Jaron is lightning quick for a seven footer. Yeah, I think in the offseason, though, I'd like to see him add more to his game offensively because yeah. he's not a second option as of right now. As of right now, yeah. He is for them, but not right now, like like, in, like a overall. Yeah, like he's like slightly better than like a Collins, Jason Collins, I would say. Yeah. But he's not uh, – he's just not that second option right now. So he needs to really add to his game in the offseason. Yeah. Like I said, their future is bright as well. Desmond Bain's going to take a step up. Brooks is going to take a step up. So the future's bright, but I think you know I think they'll win tonight. Yeah, and me too. Even without Brooks, me too. Uh, and the Warriors are kind of sloppy, and um, Curry is not the same. You think I always say Clay is not the same? Oh, Clay is not the same. The Warriors, but Curry, I notice is not. Um, he's not hitting the free throws like he used to. Yeah, I was shocked when he missed. Was it two free throws the other day? Yeah, he's he been missing free, free like we in in like bad times. Yeah, and then you know they got. I mean, you know they got Jordan Poole yeah. doing his thing. Draymond is Andrew Wiggins is not the same either. Yo, he fell off since the All Star break. Yeah, I don't know what happened with him. I keep seeing trade proposals. It's like Andrew Wiggins for Rudy Gobert. I think in the off season they should move and Wiseman. Yeah, either they should move him or make him come off the bench for a pool. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would do. I think, and Poole then move Clay start. to the three. Make Clay play the small forward now. Yeah, uh, the three is a hard position though because you got to guard KD. <laughs> I mean, but Clay could still play defense. But I don't know. He, I know he's not elite, but you still got Draymond out there. Yeah, you got Draymond out there. Uh, I think Wiseman. They should move him in the offseason. Just cut baby. Yeah. He's not. Um, you know, he's not a good fit there. I think he needs to go somewhere where there's no expectations. That's why I said Toronto would have been a great fit because they're kind they of need building a big in the worst way. They're building. Why not go there? He's not going to have no pressure. Yeah, and then I think the Warriors, they could use Siakam or something like yeah. that. Or, or OG or any of those yeah. guys. I think yeah. that would be great for the Warriors. Exactly. You know, Siakam, you put you put him at the four next to Draymond at the five maybe. Yeah. And then, you know, you got Poole, you got Clay, you but got Curry. The, 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 um, the Warriors are saying they're going to get a big. 
they want a big. They got a big on their roster, then just play Wiseman. <laughs> no, but I mean, they, they, Wiseman's too young. They got to teach. He has to come up to. I mean, they got Looney too. Yeah, they got Looney. So you good. could have Looney as the backup and then get a Gobert. If you could get a Gobert for, and get rid of Andrew Wiggins, why not? Yeah, I'd do that in a heartbeat. Why not? Yeah, for them, I think Utah cause... will ask for somebody else, and I'm pretty sure they'll ask for Wiseman. Gobert would be great for the Warriors. Um, obviously, a great defender. Can hold down the paint. He'll still get his 15 over there. Yeah. And, you know, they can throw lobs to him and all that. And, you know, yeah. it'll be a good fit for them. So I think, you know, the, we'll see whether the offseason is going to be very interesting yeah. based on how this playoffs finishes out. A lot of people will get moved. Yeah. Every offseason, we see that. Uh, free agency wise, I don't know what's going to happen with James Hart. I think he's going to pick up his option. Like, yeah. He said he's going to pick up his option because. Like we're saying, he's playing like ass, so he wouldn't get much on the open market. <laughs> so he's picking up his option, going to work on a you know a um, extension with the Sixers. We'll see how that goes. We'll see. We'll see, man. But as always, thanks for tuning in to another great episode. Uh, check us out on social media at Pick and Pop Show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you want to donate to the show, it's a dollar sign Pick and Pop Show on Cash App. Until next time, guys. Peace. Peace. Thank you.